Oh, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Darius J. <laughs> and I'm Stevie L. And this your birthday, girl, Melody. Because it's my birthday, so I had like yeah. take it in for a minute and then I joined back in. Okay, okay. is that is that what happened? That's, that's yep. exactly what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Well, let's kick it off, man. This yeah. conversation, we back. We uh, uh tri-weekly, bi-weekly, whenever we get on this. Look, this is an organic podcast, podcast, okay? <laughs> we got lives. We got lives we're trying to live, you know what I'm saying? Business we're trying to run, all kinds of stuff like that, yeah. man. So we know. We out here living. Sorry for our long departure, but we back today. We back. Sunday, July 7th. Happy birthday to my brother, Ron Jones. Happy birthday. I forgot how old he is, but he old enough to buy his own alcohol. So that's all that matters. I would hope so. You know, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> so, hey, Melody, how you living, man? Um, hey. I'm living well. Yes. Yes. These past couple of weeks have been amazing. Uh, amazing. Amazing. I just feel like God is really. Who is God? My Lord and Savior. Elohim. Yeah. Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. Provider. You know what I'm saying? Jehovah. You gonna let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yes. So, I'm really, really actually been very excited about my birthday this year. Okay. Um, How old you gonna be? I'm gonna be 28 years old. Hey, man. You almost wow. don't live three decades. I thought you were, I, I thought you were 29. I thought you no. were gonna turn 10. So, we got two more years of your... Whoa. Man, you got two more years wow. of your thirties. Uh, My twenties. I mean twenties. I am nowhere near my father's age. Wow. No offense. Okay. Man. And no offense. Hey man, I, I no offense taken, man. Now. Yes. I can't yes, wait. That turned into a silver fox. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, Be out there. Howling at the moon with my wife. So, yeah, I am <laughs> very save. excited about my birthday this year. Because that's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so this week has just been very refreshing. Just being able to, uh, just really try to figure out, like, what I want to do. Like, not that I don't know what I want to do. Sound like Um, what? Huh? <sighs> Anyways. Um, so, like, you both got, you both know that I have so many things going on in my life, and I think that, I feel like I'm finally at a place where I know, I know where my focus is, but, um, it's just, I think it's just really hard being patient sometimes. Mm. Um, Hello. hi, Liam. Uh, um, <laughs> where did who go? Uh, I don't know. Where'd everybody go? I don't know. Uh, we're right there, we're we have a special guest, y'all. Where are you hiding? Uh, where are you going in there? 
I don't know. Nobody's in there. You in there. Oh, I thought you meant there. No, not there. Okay. We're in there. So we're in here, though. We in here. <laughs> well, that was Liam. Um, yes, Liam. Special guest here yeah. uh, in the background. Yeah. But yeah, so being patient um, and just allowing and having self control. Like I was sharing at our devotional that we usually have on Saturdays before singing rehearsal. Uh, you know, just having that self control, surrendering my plans to God's plans for my life, and just constantly asking for his desires to become mine and i think it just puts me in this place of just peace and knowing that he is listening he's already answered my prayers it is just my job to continue to trust him and the plan that he has already planned out for me so i don't want to have to work for somebody else once i leave this job but um push come to shove you're not titi uh Uh, and push comes to shove. Uh, I mean, there's still specific prayers that I'm praying in regards to that. And God will continue to make it clear. So I'm just working hard and diligent and moving in silence like the G is lasagna. And, um... Nice. 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 Yes. And yeah. that, that was a little, little way reference. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. G's yeah. move in silence like lasagna. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, that's how. Welcome I'm... to 2007. Yeah. Yeah. That was late. That was really mean. That was that was really mean. But that has how I've been. Just being patient, practicing self control, and just allowing God to be in control. It's who, tough. Who got? El Shaddai. Stevie Neal, how are you living? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's about that time. It is the bi-weekly, tri-weekly, whatever weekly segment known as Stevie Neal for real. Stevie Neal for real, for real, for real. Okay, all right. I I bring two things to you guys. Mm -hmm. All right, first of all, in Spanish. Yes, first of all, me and Darius was discussing this one. You know, Independence Day uh, recently happened this past Thursday, Mm -hmm. so. We were thinking to ourselves, you know, it happened on Thursday. Some people got Friday off, others didn't. So mm. they, you know, had to do that little BS day at work, yeah. you know, a little half day or mm. a little, you know, check your emails and mm. do whatever you want day, something, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not claiming either of those for, you know, implicative reasons, you know, Same. like. <laughs> but anyway, so we have this Thursday, we have this Friday and Saturday and. And Sunday, and you, and you don't know which is July 4th weekend. Right. Was it the weekend before? Mm-hmm. Was it the weekend after? Exactly. Some people just did both. Right. You know, that's fine. Um, but do we need to, like, fix Independence Day yeah. on, like, the first Monday of the month? And just call it like that. Exactly. Just like Father's Day, just like Mother's Day, where it's a fixed Sunday, basically, like, third Sunday. You do first... Monday. First Monday. 
sauce, everything. They slide okay. Easter around. They disrespect Jesus on day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Slide yeah. for July around. It don't make no sense. Yeah, because the because uh, we were discussing this. Then what would it be called? The, the, the Independence Day still. They call Easter Easter still. So they would have to get rid of 4th of July. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get rid of it. We don't yes. need 4th of July. We just need Independence Day. We all know what... We really need it, though? We all know what day it was Who's showing. really free? White folks. <laughs> <laughs> we all know when it was signed. It's right there in the piece of paper. Anyway, um... <laughs> Who all... It wasn't nobody white people signed the piece of paper. There wasn't no black people that signed the paper. Plus, if you, yeah, really, really. Plus, if they knew you could read your name, you got your hand chopped off. Wow, that went out of, out of tangent. But, <laughs> um, What's wrong with him? So, yeah, we pointed this out because n- the only thing better than a Friday off is a Monday off. A Monday off, man. It makes you feel. It just makes energizes you for the rest of your week. Yeah. Slide right into you that Tuesday on a hunter. Because usually Monday, everything's full go and you have it off. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's exactly, great. man. You know, instead of having a Friday off. Exactly. Friday you know? is just... A- so I'd take that. I would take the first Monday. Because uh, Jamaica, actually, they Jamaica. do this. Mm. First Monday of August is the Independence Day celebration. Even though August 6, 1962, Jamaica became independent. Exactly. So we all know the date. We all know when it happened. But just to streamline it for offices and stuff like that, they do it the first Monday. So I put that out there to you guys. I put that out there to you guys. Donald right Trump, Mill. What do you think? I think it's, hey, I'm with you all the way 100%. You know Either the saying? first Monday or the first Friday. Exactly. They let a, 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 a dude in a beard, you know what I'm saying, on Krumah be more famous than Jesus. And it had nothing to do with it. It had nothing what? to do with yeah. what we're talking about. Not, not a thing. Nothing not at a thing. all. I'm just trying to get Jesus back in the line. Sure. Well, people, <laughs> maybe more people go to church because they won't have to work the next day. I don't know. Nah, but back to this Independence Day thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, slide it, man. Just slide it to the first Monday, man. It ain't going to hurt nobody. Won't. It's only going to make people work better. Matter of fact, I opt for the uh, four-day work week. Just oh, like the old Tuesday to Friday. Just off top. Off top. Vote for me 2020. There it is. I have now put... Everybody that vote for me, write my name on the ballot. I'll be president. (sighs) I change all this for y'all, man. Really? 2020? That's a little too soon. I don't care. I'm 35. I'm old enough now. Okay, you you kind of missed you... that debate that they had. They don't want me there because I heard everybody <laughs> They be like, oh, God, this is this is a real person. He's not just saying big words and Stop. trying to make people feel good. I'm like, hey, I can't fit none of this stuff these folks don't bro. But what I can do is start over. Wow. Mm. Wow, that's a platform. Open up. All the gates. Let everybody in. Bring my boy Miguel back. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, wow. Wow. I changed it all for you y'all. You did that. Just holler at me. I'll be president in 2020, man. I'll be the first president with dreads. They're going to put those, like, <laughs> they're right on the bust. It'll be the dreads. Exactly. Dreads, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to be on the $100 bill. Getting that guy off of that, man. He ain't do that. Oh, nothing but, you know... 
kind of discover electricity. No, that black dude discovered electricity. Oh, really? <laughs> really? A black dude flew a kite in a in a storm. Does that sound right? Yeah, Does that sound right to it you? Sound Does a black right person to me. do that? Sound all right to me? Hey, I got historical <laughs> facts. I can't remember his name, but he the one that discovered the filament. He knew that would create the glass around the filament. Well, that's the light bulb, but you know, like electricity though. Electricity, you do that. God get an electricity. You can't have the light. Lightning been around all this time. You can't have a light bulb without electricity. He ain't discovered it. God already had it out here. All he had to do was learn how to harness it, man. He probably didn't do that. The black dude probably did that too. I I don't believe a black person flew a kite in the middle of a storm. Hey man, we we were selling. (laughs) We had created boats. We we had kites in Timbuktu. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, um, kites didn't just start. That was a more that was a Moorish invented invention or something. I, I guess whatever Egyptian, black people call Egyptian. Egyptian. Do some research. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These are uh, Darius facts. Yeah. They Even, might not necessarily be backed, by, backed up by any facts. Right. Mostly exactly. science fiction. Mm-hmm. They built the pyramids with like a crane. That's that is that is that what nah, you're saying? They built the pyramids with people. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just saying. They had electricity, why not, right? Exactly, man. Oh, you know what I'm saying? The sun is electricity. <laughs> All right, this is the Yes, please. And how, how have you been? Um, what? Wait, wait. I don't, I don't, you're not done? He yeah, had two points. He had two points. A second okay. prong. A second, second prong. Ahead. thing. Y'all keep interrupting people, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's the last one to be talking. <laughs> the last one. Oh, this is going to be great. Um. So, all right, I was getting gas. And in your electric car? Well, well, you know, I, my wife's car. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. about to say he's been lying to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So I was getting gas for my wife's car, and uh, I was in line, and it was like two, three people in front of me, and I swear, none of them had gas to get. They mm. were getting stuff like lottery tickets. Cigarillos, cigarettes, stuff like that. And I'm just thinking, I'm just like, is the gas station really the most discreet or efficient place to get these things, these vices? Yeah. 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 Why? Tell me. Explain. Change my mind. I don't think they are. Because the grocery store is for groceries. And And cigarettes. Uh, no, see, and but, but they only got one line for cigarettes. See, they and should, a, as they should. We're all there grocery shopping. You're wasting our time. Hey, and that's the same thing <laughs> in the gas station. You know what I'm saying? The Definitely gas station. Yes, because I'm when I get gas, I'm in a hurry. Hey man, but I'm not sitting here shooting the breeze trying to guess my numbers. Hey man, and infecting well. my lungs with cancer. <laughs> I'm not here to do any of those things. All right, now, hey, we, now we back. Hey, let's just know that the last thing we talked we'll talk about, about was sandwiches. sandwiches. Yes. Now, now we're talking about gas station etiquette. I'm not on the etiquette. I'm just, it's just like a question. So they just need a, a just a separate neighborhood market for people to just go into. Yes, and up north, these things exist. Uh, you know what, though? Man, the Wawa's. Yes, the, the Wawa was the best. The northern Wawa, not the yeah. Florida Wawa. Not the Florida. See, I've only been to the Florida Wawa's. The Northern Wawa, they pump their gas for yeah, you. Oh, you don't yeah. even get out of the car. Because I think it. in New Jersey, you can't even pump your own gas. No, you can't. Because yeah. they don't trust them people up there with a potato gun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, there are some places there. in New Jersey that you you can self-serve. But majority of them, you don't. They don't trust them people, man. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? You seen Jersey Shore? You know what I'm saying? Them people can't be trusted to pump gas. They'll be like Zoolander. Is that what like you're basing gas fire or something? Mm-hmm. the entire state is like? Exactly. Except Mel- for my is, wife. Is Mel- See, my wife from New Jersey. Yes, because my, my stepmom is from New Jersey. Yeah, we ain't got nothing to do with that. Um, My wife from New Jersey. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, gosh. This is so you just going to protect all the people from New Jersey? You from Jersey? I'm protecting Justin. my family. You don't know her like that. I... <laughs> <laughs> God, wait, man. This is this is great. I'm just gonna keep rolling. I'm not even, I'm not even controlling the camera anymore. This is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Anyways. But but okay 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 okay. So I'm just posing it to other human beings. Like, is it time for gas stations? To just no, sell gas. Just sell gas, man. <laughs> no, You're too much of a hurry right now. No, you know what I'm it's saying? A, it's a convenience store. I mean, exactly, well, man. That's what I enjoy at the about. Kro- at the true. Kroger gas station? Not at Kroger. I mean, they need like, to take that junk inside. See, well, that, but that's why. That, see, but now that now I don't think they should have a lottery at the Kroger gas station because that's a fuel station to me. Yeah, like I'd be like, yo, if you up here just playing numbers and stuff at the window, yeah, you wasting my time. I should be able to hit now, you. Now, now that you make that, <laughs> now that you make that point, yeah, and yeah. it's attached to a grocery store. I can see what you're saying, but yeah, like yeah. as far as like a BP, a Shell station, or something like that, like it's a convenience store, right? So it's yeah. convenient for them to go yes. in. And no matter where parking is or not, right. they decide to park where the gas pump is to go in and do whatever they need. Well, these people are just walking up, man. I didn't see no cars. I'm just like, dang, man, what kind of crow? You must what? be in the hood. Blue, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> demographic, like, location. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? North geography. Fulton, we don't do such things. <laughs> <laughs> geography makes the difference. You know, we I'm sorry, park our gas and we go around our cars and we leave because we're all in a hurry. We handle our business very business-like. Yes. Clearly, clearly, clearly people <laughs> in front of me had no business. Yeah, like I'm saying. Just, but, you know, just but, yeah. in the hoods, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they tend to do things, buy cigarettes, talk to their friends, and um, all those things. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the football game, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh, yes. But in North Fulton, we just pump our gas and go into the store and get our snacks like a good patron. <laughs> oh gosh so yes we're back that's the that's the end that's the end of stevie neal for real for this episode but let's uh move on to darius J. how you live in sup everybody mella hates long this pants. is darius J's facts that are mostly opinions yes. that you caught a couple of earlier you know what I'm saying? I'm living well. You know what I mean? As I was saying before, you know, uh, life is life. Life is good. You know, uh, I have not killed anybody, injured anybody. That's great. I'm loving my job. You know, <laughs> it's also great. All that stuff. I hear little feet. You know what I mean? Get used to that. And um, I love my wife, man. You know what I'm saying? Sup, Boogie Snookums? You know what I'm saying? Out there in the world. Wow. At your mom's house. Thank you about your girl. You know what I mean? Wow. Excuse yeah. me. Sup. We're still 
doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where your mind is going. Hey, man, I'm sleepy, guys. I'm back in rare form. You took a nap with me. I should not took a nap with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a wife. Yeah, that didn't sound right. <laughs> You know get, what I meant. Trying to get people murdered. Exactly. No, should have took a nap when I took one. Exactly. Not still. Not in the same place. <laughs> in different places. But, you know, I'm house. living good, man. Yes. You know, I've been uh, learning a lot. I've been reading my Bibles. I'm trying to get close to Jesus' foots. And, uh... Anything stand out? Second Timothy, man. Second Timothy, man. Chapter 2. <laughs> been going well, you know what I'm saying? Been learning about being a good soldier for Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Trying to change my the way I look at leadership and all kinds of things like that. And truly think about like the transformation that comes from renewing your mind and spirit, you know. Trying to have a more adult outlook, you know what I'm saying, at Christianity as a whole. And um Really just trying to grow and you know, push forward and learn all I can learn to be able to help people in all shape, forms, and fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been going well. Good journey. I've been journeying well. Good. Cool. Awesome. See, that I can be silly and super intelligent at the same time. Mm. Wow. Mel. Well, yes. It's. My birthday episode. All right, so yeah, you teased us with this topic that you want us to talk about. We don't even know about this. This is how organic our conversation is here, guys. Yeah, you know, because we were explaining this to someone that was asking, "Well, what are you guys talking about?" Like, no. Sometimes we have to keep it so authentic. That yeah. we can't even like have the conversation initially because as good a conversation as you see on screen or uh-huh. on the audio, right. it was even better when we were discussing it initially. So yeah, yeah. to avoid that loss of quality, we're gonna discuss it right now. Exactly. Here. We gotta make yes. sure it comes out of cart. So as you know, guys, I am turning the big twenty-eight, the twenty-eight. That no man Is that a milestone? Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do when it's your birthday episode. I ain't gonna have one this month, man. You are. Yeah, like we could we could have three. When mine gonna be, man? I don't 21st. see y'all that. Twenty first, man. I'm ten days away from my birthday, man. I'm gonna talk gonna about be and this is it's five days away from mine. That means it's two times as long. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna turn thirty six twice. It's okay. I'll be out of town. That's what I'm saying. Steven is leaving, man. Where you going? Where you going, man? Cameras. No, we're not revealing that on camera. Oh. Now, yeah. um, <laughs> so I just wanted to mm. ask you guys, where were you when you were 28? <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. I can't even remember where I was in. Okay. Um, the year. Oh, what was I doing on 28? The year was 2010. So I, that was means... in, I was in college. Yeah. You was in college. So was I. Freshman. And I was a senior times three. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and, uh. Let me ask Facebook where I was at when I was 20. Stop it. I had met my wife maybe two months earlier. Mm. 
And I think we had just, 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 just started to date because a friend of hers tipped me off that she was feeling your boy. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling your boy. Feeling your hammy string. So (laughs) I took a chance on that information being bogus or true. And, you know, she confirmed it. So we started dating. So I think we... That was like the very beginning of our dating relationship mm-hmm. was when I was turning 28. Mm-hmm. 28? Um, so now I'm almost 37. Wow. So, You're reaching up there. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so, so that's where I was. Uh-huh. Summer of 2010, special summer in my life. Aww. 28? What was I doing? Well, I didn't know. I seven years ago. Had not met you yet. Seven years ago. How long have I been driving big trucks? Nine years. Ten years. This is great for the camera and audio. It is. So. Yes. Yeah, so, go to somebody else because I don't even remember my 28 year. I'm not 28 yet. I can't answer that question. Oh, well, uh, dang. This is one I probably need to know about because I can't remember what I was doing when I was 28. Well, six uh, years ago. That was a year. Disciple. That was a Huh? Six, you're six years ago, right? I was, no, I was a disciple. Seven, seven years I, ago. I, I got baptized when I was 29. In 2012. Okay. okay. Yeah. 2012. So, so I'm, so I'm 30, 35 now, so... 28th year, summertime, I was, oh, I was on the road. I was all around these United States. Oh, I know. I oh, oh, oh I'm about is. to talk about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I Let's count up the years. Yeah. Statue of limitations. I was driving trucks. You, you might want to put two more years on that. But I was case. in Mexico. Oh, oh. Well, okay. Well, you're done. You're free. You're, yeah, you're good. You're free. <laughs> I, was, I was partying. You know, oh, what I'm okay. I was partying, living my life, uh, going through my cycle of grown man depressions. Oh, you know, what I'm saying, living my life, uh, alcohol, and um, yeah, 28 was all right. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Surprised you remember that much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember everything. I remember a donkey show. Okay. And a donkey show? Yeah, you don't want No, no, let's, don't, don't we're not. Yeah, if you don't know what it is, yeah, yeah, look it look yeah, it up. Yeah, we're not gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> but yeah, twenty eight was fun. You know what I'm saying? It just was full of Mella. It was full of the pop it was full of debauchery. It was debauchery. You know what I'm saying? Involved in other all right. things. And just, he you told you. He you can't you. unsee it. Yeah, do yeah. not. All right. Yeah. Don't blame me. Yeah, don't blame okay, me. it won't load. So maybe don't do it. God telling you not to do it. Then you're right. going to pick up your phone just like after we're done. You're like, whoa! <laughs> you probably take your eyeballs out and throw them. <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember a lot about my 28th year. You know what I'm saying? I know that year, that Fall, no, no, yeah, that fall I lost my grandfather. I do remember Maybe that, that's but, a reason. You know what I'm saying? A blur. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that will. Yeah. You know, just, that was nothing a, else would be important. Yeah, that was a that was 
one of the hardest parts, you know what I'm saying, in my 28th year. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, this didn't go as well as you sad thought. It's sober. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, that 28th year when that, when that fire, I, I was, I was kind of spiraling out of my 28th year. I had to regain myself. Part of the reason why I started driving trucks really was just, just kind of like run away from life, period. But yeah, twenty eight went five. But you had to go back there. My bad. This didn't go as well as you thought. No, let me let me smile about it. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> any more any more questions about our twenty eighth years or or yet? Um. Yes. Woo. So. <laughs> What would you tell me, turning 28, what are some things that you feel like I still need to focus on Wow, this, this season of my life? These are very journalistic, thoughtful questions. <laughs> I'm trying to get some wisdom here. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say that, to put it in a phrase, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Exactly. Yeah, like, okay. you really, like, yeah, you're getting close to 30, but it's really, like, the tip of the iceberg mm. as far as what you're going to experience and go through and, and whatnot. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is the other thing. Usual spot. What about you, yes. Darius? <laughs> it's, um, I mean, I don't know. I'll, you can get back to me with specifics, but that is the general theme. It's like, all right, all right, well, right. okay. Yeah. So, for, for me. Going into uh, 28. Going into 28. Uh, uh, cling to the things that you know to be true. Try not to fall into the things that people will want to lead you into believing. You know what I'm saying? Really, really stay strong in your identity and don't let people try to change you for what they want you to be. You know what I'm saying? That's in um, professional, that's in life, uh, relational, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like one thing I tell people all the time, that's the one thing I learned. That's the one thing I could say I learned when I was 28. I was just like, I'm I'm good being who I am. Mm -hmm. If people don't like it, I'm fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I learned that year that everybody ain't going to like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to like everybody. You know, I will exude, I, I will make sure to respect people. But, like, for just expecting people to like me and have that little, I, oh, somebody got like, let me change this for people to like me better. Mm. That, I don't think I ever had that, but it's kind of like was made concrete when I was 28. I was just like, man, I'm me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I had things that needed to change, you know what I'm saying? But for just like the essence of who I was, I knew that was who I was going to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm a funny person. I'm going to say what I want to say. Sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong, but I am willing to learn from what people have to tell me. If they say what I'm doing is going to lead me in a bad direction, I take it and I, I learn from it, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But be open. Yeah. I said, because, you know, your 30s is going to reveal a whole new other side of you you know what I'm saying use these last two years of your 20s to really solidify who you're going to be going into the next decade I can't believe I'm about to be going into one I would say this too 
Um, to be more specific, your friendships really are valuable. Whether they last up until your 30s and beyond or not, you can't do this grown-up stuff alone. And you find that out, like, in your late 20s. Like, my, my friends at the time got me through some hard times. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so to do that alone, it would have been... I don't know how I would have done it or how I, I probably wouldn't have handled it correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I'd say, and you know, like, of course, we're around people to where we value what a friendship is supposed to be, yeah. but then we can sort of take advantage or take for granted mm. how valuable friendships are. Yeah. You know, but yeah, cherish your friendships as you grow. And yeah, you're growing into your own person, but just having your friendships is going to be valuable into doing that. Because mm-hmm. you can't grow in a silo. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't grow in a silo. Put in a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah, but, and that too, because it's like, even like the, as you said, bring up that friendship side and that relationship side, I feel like um, I always had this, this, this group of people that I I've been having in my life all my life, you know what I'm saying? From from high school, from adolescence to high school, young adult, all that. And those stayed my true friends, you know what I'm saying? And I kind of like boxed myself out from the rest of the world. I was like, as long as I got these people, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But the thing that is, in order to keep growing and gaining new perspective, you have to allow other people that don't think like you. you yeah. You know what I'm saying? In, you know what I'm saying, to show you a new lens. Yeah. Because if we're in the house and just say, we, me and my friends, we all in the same house, most of the time we all looking out the same window. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying, because we are kind of alike. Um, <clears throat> but just like, make sure you, you solidify those things and make sure you, you know, keep the real ones around because yeah. a lot of times it's, Sometimes we we let the real ones fall through the crack because like man they're always there, but we forget to check on them. Yeah. And see like yo what's going on with you? How you doing? How you, where you at in life? Where you head? Where you at in your headspace and stuff like that? Just to make sure you you check on your friends. You know what I'm saying? And everybody ain't your friend. Make sure you know who your friends are so you can keep careful inventory of. Yeah. Because if you can't keep careful inventory of your friends, they're going to soon, uh, soon enough not be your friends because they're going to be like, yo, you, when I was needed you, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's a good point. I think that's something that, <clears throat> along with the other thing I'm about to say, but I think that's something that I've definitely been very uh, attentive to is just like my friendships and how valuable they really are. Um, and then also, I guess, too, in regards to that, it's, like, what I feel that I need going into this next season. Mm. Like, friendships that I need, like, as far as, like, the ones I don't have currently. Um, so that I could just gain a deeper perspective. It was cra- It was interesting because, so, uh, Nate and I are um, volunteering to step up and help lead the singles ministry. And mm-hmm. I think that even through just our friendship, like it's just been really 
truly a blessing to see like how one it evolved like from just a moment from the from the first time when I first came back and he was just um, like initiating like wanting to just be my friend and then how like over the you know last two years or a little over a year um, it has grown into what it is now and now we're both at a place where God has both put it on our hearts individually and co- excuse me collectively to want to do this and you know I think about it in a way where I feel like God has placed specific people in my life where I didn't know what the plan was for our friendship but like I see it clearer and clearer as I get older not just like physically but also spiritually um and so also too that I'm also thinking about my desires and where I desire to be uh as a woman in my career um you know my desire for dating relationships marriage and things like that and how important not only is it good to have peer-to-peer relationships but also married friend relationships and also mature you know single woman relationships as well those who are older in age as well as older spiritually uh that you know have been living this life right you know faithfully to god um and just just to be able to gain a deeper uh perspective on life you know um i think one of the you know, biggest points that a sister brought up today while I was leading a D group is was just saying like how it is important to have friendships in the next in the life that you desire to be in. Yes. Um, and I think that has become become more organic in my life, but like I think it's become more intentional as well mm-hmm. uh, because I think a lot of um, conversation between my peers have been marriage. I mean, and rightfully so. I mean, we're getting up there in age. Not to say that age is a factor. And right. when that happens or anything, but it's just something that is not is on our mind, something that we desire, and I it, think it's something you plan to do exactly. So, yeah. And I yeah. think being able to put it in a healthy perspective means I'm going to get time, intentional time with sisters who are married. I'm going to get intentional time with couples who are married. I'm going to get intentional time with older, mature, single sisters because. I'm fighting with my purity or I'm fighting with these different perspectives or, you know, maybe they have something else to show me um, that I have not seen myself amongst my peers in conversation that we have because sometimes we're just fighting this together Mm. and we're in the trenches together. And so, like, when you're trying to hold each other accountable just to push through, it's kind of hard to give a fresh perspective sometimes. So it's good, like, to reach outside of our ministry, in a sense, or reach outside of our season and just be like, hey, what do you think? You know, when you, when you like, dealing with your husband in regards to, like, talking through things, if it's like, oh, how's the conversation like? You know, different right. things like that. Because not only do I feel like roommate having roommates prepares, prepares you for marriage on a completely different level, right. but also I think being able to have that intentional time with uh, people who are in the space where you desire to be is very important. I think yeah. that's something that I've already been doing organically, like I said, but I'm trying to just be more intentional about because I just want to make sure that my motives and desiring it is pure and you know it represents God at the heart mm-hmm. of it all um, because I'm understanding that marriage is a is so much bigger than just the actual relationship it's a ministry and you know there's a lot of things that I know individually I need to <clears throat> continue to surrender to God before even seeing myself in that space um, and that's because I've been getting time with people in that way Um, But I think also, too, in tandem with that, is living in the now. Like, 
not being so eager to get into that next space that I miss out on what God is trying to get me to understand about myself now. So mm-hmm. with that being said, yeah, how important would you do you feel like it is to live in the season that God has you in? And do you feel like you lived your single life in the way? Well, I did. I do. I feel like I lived my single life as best as I possibly can. I think I utilized every year of my singleness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I kept learning. I kept getting better. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew, like I said before, I knew I was not going to get married in my 20s. Sorry. I just, I knew it. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, it is no way. I ain't even in the headspace for it. So I'm not even thinking about it. A couple of times it ran across me and I was like, yeah, man, I should get married. But then I was just like, well, I like me so much that mm-hmm. I don't want to be, I, want, I don't want me to be with anything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was, it took time to grow. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, I ain't going to say I went through my singleness and I was just like, nah, nah, man, single forever. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, sometimes it crossed me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I develop a friendship or a relationship with a female and I was like, oh, man, I kind of think I can get married. Then again, <coughs> something happened. I'd be like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. nah, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be like, yo, so I took every season, you know what I'm saying, for what it was, I lived in every moment, even if my moment was a mistake, you know what I'm saying, because I feel like a lot of times we don't live out or grow, and we don't take the mistake as a something, as a teaching tool, we just take it as something bad happening mm-hmm. to us, Yeah. which it may be something we need to learn, and the thing I, I thank God for giving me is just uh, the giving me the perspective of, okay, what can I learn from this in order to not have this happen or me to fall into the same trap again? Because not saying mistakes won't ever happen again, yeah. but I want to be I want to be better, you know, the next time. I, ain't, I didn't want to keep hitting walls, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I can learn to, okay, what did I mess up, you know what I'm saying, on this path? in order to get here or what did I miss or what did not I listen to and stuff like that. So in order to gain those things, I feel like you have to be in the moment. You have mm-hmm. to live day by day because sometimes what we often do in our singleness is we, we keep casting forward. You know what I'm saying? We, we mm-hmm. keep, we'll think about five years down the road and they yeah. handle today. Yeah. You know, just like I said, it's really just like, you know, tomorrow I got to know problems of his own you know what i'm saying so just worry about the day you know what i mean that tomorrow's coming you know what i'm saying if it don't you're dead Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so live your best life day by day you know what i'm saying don't try to say okay my best is yet to come all the time your best is here right now you know what i'm saying a lot of time and the best that keep that comes after is just the best that keep was the blessing already down on that trail anyway yeah you know what I'm saying? So if this today is one of the worst days of your life, just know tomorrow the sun will come out again. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just learn. Grieve what you have to grieve. You know what I'm saying? Feel what you have to feel. Grow how you need to grow. But don't look at this like this is the station, you know, the, the station, the, the damnation station. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you're just stopping here on your way to Shangri-La or to mm-hmm. heaven or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. 
that heaven can be right now if you live in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just like for your singleness. Because people think heaven is in marriage. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, it's not. Heaven is actually in heaven. You know what I'm right. saying? But, you know right. what I'm saying? But your good life ain't in marriage because your good life will be now. And if yeah. you don't know how to have a good life now, your marriage ain't going to be good. Because you know what? You never practice living good. You know That's good. Man. That's good. Um, that, that's all good. Uh, see, my singleness, um, I mean, I, I really can't say the same. Um, and I'd say my single life, dating my wife, even though it wasn't in the kingdom, was probably the most balanced it ever was. That's probably why we ended up getting together and staying married like we have just mm -hmm. uh really just handling like you know finishing school um us like dating but having our space mm -hmm. i was a real codependent dater mm -hmm. before my wife you know mm -hmm. so i'd have someone under me 24 7 and you know that wasn't healthy uh you know but i say i'd spent a lot of time really wishing I was in a relationship uh, just to kind of really fill a missing piece of me yeah. that I felt like I did not have but like when I had it I just felt like 100% that whole you complete me thing mm -hmm. it's like no you know a marriage is not 50-50 it's 100-100 mm -hmm. okay yeah. so uh I just found I just found like when I just needed that missing piece filled, it was almost like I was still an incomplete person. Mm -hmm. Even with this other person, they just yeah. have this other space filled, but it's not the space I need. Yeah. So I would say my single years I spent a lot just pining for a relationship, um, and really not maximizing the people. Yeah. Or just the moments that I had, you know, I mean, I, you know, I was working a little college job. I wasn't making a whole lot of money, you know what I mean? But there were moments there. There was moments there to enjoy, you know, I had a place to stay, you know, I had a place uh, to work, friends there, stuff like that. It's just, it was meaningless to me because I was just focused on, well, you know, I'm, I'm 25, I'm 26, I'm 27, I'm 28, you know what I mean? I thought I was going to get married by 25 yeah. initially. God and that would have been a huge mistake. <laughs> I had a very, I had an emotional deficit mm -hmm. that needed work to be worked on, not to be filled by another person. See, I thought it just needed to be filled. I needed to find someone that got me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And everything would be okay. Like, yeah. no, I needed to resolve some things so that I could be emotionally secure enough mm -hmm. to be someone's husband. Yeah. And so. That's what I would say about my singleness. Um, and that's why, from that place, I just tell anybody who's in this single life, you know, whether they're in the kingdom or not, it's, I mean, that, that's important. That is important. Find yourself a friend. Find yourself a real friend. Exactly. Like, Don't you know, find not no joke out here, they're going to be your yes woman. Exactly. No, you know, it's just somebody who just thinks you're cute or thinks you're attractive. That's not enough. That don't, stuff don't last. And if you ever hear a, a mother say, I need you to be a woman so I can be a man. No. He ain't just Run. Run away. Because he ain't no man ever. Run. He may not ever be one. Huh? 
Who out here saying that? Hey, you'll be surprised. Trust me. I have plenty of talks. I have friends that I know that have said such things. And I was like, oh, that's, that's so you waiting on her to be a woman for you to be a man, huh? That's, yeah. Okay. You won't make it. Well. But yes. Man, these are, I, I mean, I expected this to be like, I mean, you're bringing the questions to us on yeah. your episode. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, I got to think of something original for, for my episode. <laughs> um, because, I mean, like, you guys been there, you know, 28. I have not. I'm entering into it. And I just know that, like, if I look back, even like when you were saying, if I was married at the age of 22, when I thought. Oh, I 22. Old, my God. Um, You know, yeah, but you think, <laughs> but think about it, though. But think about it. Yeah. When I when I became a disciple, yes. I was twenty two years old. That's mm-hmm. right. And so most of my friends They were dropping off. They were twenty two, twenty three years old. So wow. in my mind, I'm like Let's I'm go. gonna get married in about a year or so. You know, like I'm a you know. Plus, you figure if you meet a, a, a nice young man, if it goes well, then why not? not. Mm. Right. So if that's what's around you, then you're like, okay, well, I'm, I got God now. He's Lord. I'm learning how to make Him Lord, and you know, I'm building these friendships. I'm intentional. Right. You know, you start dating. You're like, oh, this is my best friend, and we're like, okay, a year and a half from now, because we got these standards and people burning in heat and all this stuff. I mean, because <laughs> no kissing, you know, some people can't even hold hands. Wow. You know, some people can't even do that because it's like it's sexual like, temptation and right, things right. like that. So it's like when you, when God is your standards, a lot of things to really consider, you know, and I feel like you get married faster because you're building with someone in you're an building. intimate way. And the only thing that is lacking is like sexual right. intimacy or kissing or touching right. or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and so now it's like well let's get married so we can consummate all this mm-hmm. and then it either ends up one two ways it's a successful marriage right or it's not I got something to say that part so I just think that that was that became my mindset because I'm like okay well everybody around me is around this age range 22 25 getting married so I have hope you know, mm. in a sense, where I didn't really have hope, you know, from the, the relationships that I saw growing up, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. And so just even to be in the kingdom in general and being able to see married couples, like older, mature married couples, maybe in their 30s at that time, you know, and <clears throat> just seeing just how God is truly at the center of that gave me hope in general that I could actually have a really good relationship the opposite sex have a great friendship it'd be genuine and it can grow into something more blah 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 blah, blah. but then i look back when i was 22 i'm so grateful that the lord didn't see fit but that happened because i probably wouldn't be married right now yeah. i probably would be a divorcee wow. so you know i just really am grateful you know that even in the times where i thought that the things were best for me in those moments that God was like, nope, that's not my best, mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue to show you that. And so just even these past two, three years, and just really being able to focus on self has been so, like, rewarding. You know, I do have my moments, and we have our conversations about interests and things like that, but, like, I think at the root of it all, it's like, I am not going to settle less than for God's best for right. me. And I will recognize it at this point, because I'm just like, I just know what I'm not going to tolerate and I know what I desire, and God knows what I need. So, yeah, yeah you say you had a point about um, 
too oh, quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. About, about what? Like, you know, like, whole consummating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot, a lot of people, I, I look at this stuff like that, like, you know what I mean? I look at day like baking cakes. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just... I think the consum- I think the consummation part is like the friendship part is the most valuable part. Most, of but you know, cause we because we are you know we we are humans and we are about companionship. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. We kind of skip over the companionship part, which is supposed to be the main aspect yep. of the relationship. The consummation is like icing, you know, what I'm saying on the cake. Cause you, you gotta be saying? able to be around. Yeah, person. you gotta be able to be around the person and just like some people, because I know a few brothers and sisters that got married early and they are now divorced. Yeah, and the reason why because they kept they kept betting on the physical. You know what I'm saying? It's it's easy, it's an easy bet. It's it's right there in front yeah, of your it's face. Right, right there in front of your you know, face. They kept betting, betting on the physical, making it sound spiritual when it was not no spirituality there. It was just all them building up a sin reservoir and they're mm-hmm. trying to keep it from. Flooding the town, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it, the town. Exactly, and, and it eventually became that because a lot of people don't don't know how to develop the relationship side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I learned throughout my twenties, and that because that's why I was just like, Ugh, I don't really like relationships because just like when I got baptized, man, I was just like, yo, man, let me just come here for Jesus, man, because. All these brothers and stuff, they talking like, because a lot of brothers get married around me. Like, I came, I, when I got baptized, I was invited to a wedding. You know what I'm saying? Me I too. I was just like, ah. yeah. I don't even know this joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first kid you know was like a weekend. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, you know, just see how we do it. And I was like, okay, but I told y'all I ain't worried about that for real. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't even, don't even send no system my way. I'm straight. You know what I mean? And, Cause it's just like I knew, like I had ran my course. I ran through the gauntlet, and I need to learn something else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that something else was the, the developing my relationship with Jesus, so I can have a relationship to Je- with Jesus to give to another person. Also, developing my manhood or women developing their womanhood because just like even if my wife, if she didn't learn how to be the woman of God mm-hmm. that she is, it wouldn't have been. <laughs> would have just been a, a car, a car with one tire on it. You know what I'm saying? Where would it don't go? You know what I mean? So it's just developing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like your twenties are your developmental years. It's like going to the like you might not be ready for for you know the majors, but you right. know we're gonna put you in the minors and right. put you in the developmental stages and stuff like that. Right. So so utilize your last part so you develop developmental stages. Absolutely, I definitely agree with that whole development stage for sure because this is what the twenties have been. Yeah. For me and all of my uh, roller coaster of events, yeah. but you you said something that made me think about. You said something about like when you first when you became a disciple, like you were invited to a wedding to someone that you barely yeah. knew. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. just I'm just gonna throw an idea out here. Let me see what you think about it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it is beneficial? For someone who just became a disciple to immediately start going on dates? No. No. Um, I don't. For the most part, no. I don't. No. Because I did not want to. It was not a fun experience for me the first time. Because I didn't know nobody. Because I, just like I, I kept telling brother, I, like, I catch my own fish. You know what I'm saying? If I want to eat, I go hunt. 
I go hunt my own animal. I ain't asking you to bring me no dead animal to me and expecting me to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> dead animal. Sorry, I'm making it sound like this, but this, <laughs> this is my, this is me. You know what I mean? So I don't expect people to go gather stuff for me. If I'm going to develop my own friendships, let me develop them. Because yeah. I ain't uh, like uh, any other brother that I need to be coached on how to talk to people because I'm, I'm already mainly extrovert so mm-hmm. i know how to talk to people yeah. but people were just like oh let's do this and the first date i was just like oh god this is horrible i, I think also <laughs> it just it puts you in a mismatched position mm-hmm. as far as you know you're gonna go on dates with people who probably i'm better aware of what this is for and you want someone to learn how to date but then they are feeling weird they're not comfortable yeah. They're not going to be comfortable. So, like Derry said, I think a new disciple needs to be encouraged to be like, okay, on Sundays or just whenever you guys hang out, this is talk to a woman. Yeah. Like, talk to a person to get to know them. No end game. Yes, no yes. end game. See, that's the thing. Yes, no end game. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, no end game. They have to be trained, especially a guy... That is a muscle now that has yeah. to be retrained because be we've been out and everything. Because we've been trained for conversations yeah. with a female right. to lead in some way. It's been a luring thing. Yeah. If, if, in, in the world, it, the, the conversation with a female was to it's almost like luring her into a trap. Right. Mm-hmm. No, but just like or, in the kingdom, when you get baptized, it's to develop. Relational skills. Yeah. You know Develop saying? relational it's skills. It's like, you know, each person is in, the, in their discussion with male and female counterparts to develop, not to say, oh, I'm trying to get with you so I can get some of that icing on the cake. And that's the thing. It's like, you as a brother, <laughs> your objective is to encourage all the sisters. Right. Everyone. Yes. That you talk to, that you know. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah. As many as you can. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that you have kind of a spark or a friendship with, you know, God has placed that in front of you, so you cultivate that. Yeah. And then, then that third layer, mm-hmm. when you encourage and get to know, is is dating. Yes. So, I mean, this is coming from someone who didn't get to do it that way, mm-hmm. but man, I wish there. I didn't believe it was possible until I was baptized. And then I'm like, all right, well, if I would have been single then, then that's how I would have done it. I respect it. Yeah. You know, so. And the reason why I bring that up, because I think we're in a space as a singles ministry, just trying to redefine that whole culture. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I've always like, so in campus, you know, because that's where I was baptized on campus. At Georgia State University, whoop, whoop. and um, so there was a lot of sisters that were starting to leave because they weren't going on a lot of dates. Right? Okay. Uh, I mean, you have it's five brothers and twenty sisters. <laughs> you know, baptized more brothers then. Exactly. Or those five <laughs> brothers could still take those twenty Same sisters out. Sisters out. I'm they sorry. Could. That's. Sorry, that's, oh. that's actually what happened. They just kept taking the same. Oh, the out. same said not all the sisters. Most, oh. of the, most of the people that were in campus are now married to the people that they constantly date. Uh, oh, so they were cherry picking. 
Exactly. So, mm. anyways, but that's besides the point. But again, that, 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 that first layer encouraged all the sisters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, but my, what I decided to do, because mm. my Bible says this, to find ways to encourage one another. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that's the passionate. I basically took the initiative to just get to know my brothers. We have Devo. We have Midweek. We see each other on campus yeah. all the time. All the time. We are in service on Sundays. There is ample amount of time and days that I'm able to really have these conversations so but i think too like where it can lack is that you know some sisters aren't probably willing to be initiative because they think that the brothers gotta do everything and then you have other people that just like myself you know don't mind initiating conversations as Uh, long as it's not to a point where you're trying to pursue and take his role my wife wouldn't have got me if she hadn't stepped out because i didn't see her in real life (laughs) So, I think the reason why I asked that question is because, like, my very first day in the kingdom. Mm. 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 Be a doozy. I didn't need to take it a moment of silence for that. Yeah. It was not the best experience. And I think, too, and the reason why I asked that is because a lot of the times, majority of the times, I feel like when people make Jesus Lord, one of the biggest things they have to let go is a relationship. Yes. And so it's like I need time to even redefine what that does even look like right. before I'm thrown in to a whole hey, dating scenario. And now in my mind, I'm like I'm vulnerable because one, I just broke up with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm now I'm learning this Jesus life, mm-hmm. and now you're bringing this other guy in my life, and I'm vulnerable. I'm like, oh well, this person could be the person. Now I'm like continuing patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, of like trying to find my healing through other people, which was my my habit. So then it goes back to what we were talking about then, where, you know, from a guy perspective, you have to work out that muscle of just, I'm a brother trying to encourage sisters and make friends. Mm -hmm. And without the end, the usual end game of being out with a female and that's what it was in your previous life so you you have to practice that you can't just internalize it mentally and then do it mm-hmm. you know not most people some people like this guy right here maybe you know it's like that, that way got me here yeah. i'm not here for it but so then he was just like well i'm not gonna entertain that you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so then goes further to the point then so so yeah i think yeah yeah, cause that's cause that's something. Cause it, like me, I I knew, I knew I couldn't be the same person once I walked, like chose to be, in the kingdom. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Once I was just like, ah, oh, Jesus is Lord. You know what I mean? I knew I was like, oh, I can't come in here. You know what I'm saying? Still talking the same job I've been talking about there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to scope this land. You know what I'm saying? See what right. I'm walking into. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? So I was more in it for the learning. I went here just like, oh, give me gifts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me partake in everything that I don't understand. You right. know what I'm saying? So I was just like, yo, let me learn. You know what I mean? Like, let me see what's around. Let me get a scope of the land. Let me see what the hills and the valleys and all this stuff is first. Yeah. Don't throw me out here and just say, oh, date, 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 date. I've been Why? doing that. I, I just know. got friend, out of friend, 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 exactly. friend. Yeah, uh, don't conform to that. Because like, that's what... 
singlehood outside of the kingdom is all about. People people make dating it's just, altered. It's a, it's just Can a, I learn about God? Can exactly. I get my foundation in him? Yeah. Because Solid. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that that that, is, that helped me stay the the mindset I had coming in helped me to stay grounded. You know what I'm saying? It helped me to stay in the kingdom because like so many people that I've seen, so many brothers and sisters that I have been baptized with the same year, close friends, still from friends. And, but I saw how they were just like, oh, I'm going to do this. And just got out there and just started encouraging, encouraging, encouraging. You working, but it's just like working in sand. Like, it's just like a flower growing in sand. It can't root there. Right. Yeah. Strong wind blow, it's gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I saw happen to so many people, these beautiful flowers mm-hmm. of God that it just, just had to just rooted themselves in good soil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just coming in and just going you know what i'm saying they could have grown and had something beautiful on the other side of that yeah but they didn't they just started moving you know what i'm saying the thing that i like you know what i'm saying even like the, the, the path is doing now is true discipleship you know what i'm saying just like all right you baptize somebody you need to disciple them you need to help them walk down that path mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because that is what's going to be the thing that hold people in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Development. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't bring people in and just say, find your way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't find their way here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to take them the rest of the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once they get to the place of maturity, they get to break off and teach other people. That's how you have the healthy... That's why the standard of... Um, uh, dating back in the day was so strong because they had came all from strong discipling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people were really in their lives, relational, building with them and making sure they grow in the right way. But like now it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like it, as it became and we became the younger people in, we stopped that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't truly start helping the people around us. We was just like, hey, you baptized, you're going to struggle. Good luck with that. Oh, you know what I'm saying, but now we revamping it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Say, hey, you gotta when you pull them in, walk with them. You know what I'm saying? And that's gonna help the culture change. Mm-hmm. That's gonna help people be more mindful, have more relationship skills. Because there's like a lot of people, like we come from single parent homes, most of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we don't have that skill yet. Being truly relational with somebody, actually building a relationship, where because most things that we learned about the world are on conditions. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we have to learn how to have that agape love. You know what I'm saying? That love that just covers all. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that's different. Yeah. And we have to learn that. Mm-hmm. And in singlehood is a time to learn it. It ain't time to learn it. And you can't die. just take that whole marriage part of life out. You know what I'm saying? And just Live your singleness, and when God put that thing right in front of you, you know what it is. It ain't like if you stop thinking about marriage, it goes away. You know what I'm saying? Because just like you said, you ain't thinking about it, but you putting people around that going to help you on the next stage, but you still enjoying the stage you're Yeah, in. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to prepare. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But don't be preparing in hopes that it'll happen tomorrow. Yeah. Just be preparing just to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? I got this... This, these nuggets, you know what I'm saying, in my life, in my mind, in my heart now, 
if I use them in the future, amen. You know what I'm saying? If I don't, amen. Yeah. Because I think what I look at it as, especially the friendships that I have uh, with married people, um, it's like, yeah, on on one side, it's like, that's what I desire to be one day in my life. Um, but I think also too, it's more of like, it strengthens my relationship with God too. And it allows me to see like the things that he probably was trying to get my attention in and very other, (laughs) various other different ways. But just being able to just have those like live organic, like transparent conversations, you know, with those individuals is like, oh my God, just allow my relationship with God go to a completely different level and allow me to discover something in my heart that was actually causing me to be stagnant in my relationship with God because I committed a life to Him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get, I did not I did not make Jesus Lord for the fact that I would be married or that I would be dating or that you'd I would be... You'd be surprised so many, how many people do. Yes, and that's why I feel like they fall away or exactly. they go, you they know, just to, like, you ain't gave it to me, I'm leaving. And he's like, well, I can't, you came for everlasting life, life not a marriage or If dating. you just want a plain old Chuck Johnson, I could have got you one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you didn't know that you were still messed up, you know, on the insides. Yes. Because it's like a lot of people don't understand. Because someone was like, because I remember the thing back when I was single, and they were like, brothers don't do this, brothers don't do that. I was like, all that complaining you do, you was sour on the inside. I'm talking about like butterflies. You know what I'm saying? Or even like, not even that, it's like, but what are you doing? Exactly, that's change? what I'm saying. What are you doing to change the object, to change the, the, what's happening right now? Because as a complaining, ain't going to do nothing but it's make not, my ears hurt. It's you not gonna. It's not going to push anything forward. Exactly, because a lot of people don't understand, it's, it, it ain't brothers or sisters, it's you. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, people don't, uh, most people in their singles, they don't understand the common denominator to their lives, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The big picture is Jesus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they have to understand that that's the thing that they need to work on. It's Jesus. Yeah. Ain't how I look or how to, uh, Charlie, Charlie might think I look and all that stuff like that. It's how you look before God. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Are you really, you know what I'm saying, preparing yourself as a godly woman, a godly man? Are you doing the work that yeah. is you That's know, because if you if you ain't in the, even in the field, how do you expect to get compensated? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't working. Like, and and the thing is, like, and I know the onus is on brothers to encourage sisters, but on the flip side, I feel like a brother or a man in general, a good man values uh, vulnerability like on both sides. Yeah. Like if he's going to be vulnerable and put himself out there he needs to know that there's vulnerability on the other side. Yeah. And not just somebody folding their arms saying dazzle me. Mm-hmm. That is the worst feeling for a guy to approach a woman. Like, you know what I mean? That's why sometimes, you know, we just have this in common with our wives. Yeah. Somebody kind of throws a bone. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, she digs you a little bit. Yeah. You might want to talk to her. All right, I'll leave it alone. Right. Or, <laughs> hey, you know, she threw you a bone. Yeah. And then you took it from there. Yeah. See, and I think the trouble with dating in general, whether it's a kingdom or not, is like there isn't a lot of vulnerability. Everyone's trying to protect themselves yeah. going into an intimate situation, yeah. which is impossible. It's Because you're going to end up hurt. Yeah. <laughs> in some regard. In some regard. It's like... That is true. It's like KD going in the game five with his uh, quad injury. Mm. You're trying to protect yourself, but go all out at the same time. Yeah. You're going to tear your Achilles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You're going to do something worse. You're going to do yeah. something worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Maybe that that's a part of it on both sides. That some, uh, you know, and that's just dating in general. That's the dating condition yeah. in this modern day of social media and posturing and posing and you know curate social curating and all that stuff. Yeah. Is that people are trying to get into these intimate situations protected? Mm-hmm. You can't can't do, do that. that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can you can be smart about it, but as far as like not offering. You can't do that. You're not really offering anything. Because yeah. some, somebody can't come to the table offering everything and another person offering oh, nothing. nothing. And then that's still the 100%. Yeah, it's, it's not. not it's not know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you have to, like, you know what I'm saying? Even in uh, the singleness, you have to be prepared to, you know what I'm saying, to offer things. And that's why I feel like working is, yeah. you know what I'm saying, a big part of it. You have to want to give to the kingdom. Because if you want, because it's like if you want blessings out of the kingdom, you have to actually do work. You know That's right. Because a lot of people don't do work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they think, you know, especially in, in what the work that God put charged us with, that's why I don't want to do that. But mm-hmm. they expect things to come from, you know what I'm saying, doing nothing, being lazy, showing up to church, talking about somebody give me something, Ooh. give me this. Give me that. I ain't get fed today and all that stuff like that and the like. And you be like, I mean, but this church ain't for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Church is for the people, the sick. Mm-hmm. You've been healed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a couple thorns in your side, but for the most part, you haven't been healed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you need to be in here working, you know what I'm saying, to get other people the medicine that you haven't received. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of brothers and sisters don't do that. You know what I'm saying? And like now, you know what I'm saying, it's important. You know what I mean? It's important to your de- development yeah. because you learn how to be selfless. Yeah. And I, I tell people on the, in life, being selfless and grateful would give get you far, you know what I'm saying, in life. Yeah. Because being grateful will help you to understand where you are now versus where you were then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And being selfless will open you up to new relationships, new thought patterns, you know what I'm saying? New perspectives. But a lot of people just want to just come in and stay who they are. Yeah. No development, just I, I'm God made me perfect. You know what I'm saying? I often say a lot of times, God didn't make no mistakes with me, Yeah. but I need to be polished off a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still got some rough edges. I need to be made smooth. And I use my life to be made smooth. Yeah. But a lot of people don't do that. They just think they, 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 they these knees, whatever that means. 
ain't never seen no. I, man, I ain't never seen no, no B with no knees. knees. <laughs> Not one time. <laughs> Unless we gotta get real close to see that, but exactly. but yeah, I I definitely agree. Um, and I, I'm just really I think I'm just super grateful that you know just looking back on my twenties so far up until this point, and just different places and seasons that I found myself in, and you know like I think it's like one of those moments where your parents are like you don't see it now. But you're going to see it one day, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because I've been watching this um, show called Preacher's Daughters on uh, oh, Amazon yeah. Prime. And it's like, it's so crazy because there's uh, this one girl, her name is Taylor, and she's, you know, Preacher's kid or whatever. And she was getting on my nerves. But if I looked in retrospect, like, that was me. Like, mm. that was me at 17. Mm. And, you know, I think being able to put, like, that in perspective, it was just like, wow. Like, I used to act this way. Mm-hmm. I'm annoying myself. Like, <laughs> you know, and I think just to be able to, like, I guess see it from that, you know, perspective, like, when you start seeing yourself as somebody else, and it's it's, a nap, it's it's annoying, but like, it also it also serves as a reminder of like who you, who you used to be versus like who you are becoming now, and like I think that's why the past it shouldn't be something that you necessarily identify with, but it should be used as a measuring stick of how far you have come, you know, mm-hmm. especially because of the commitments that you have made, and I think a lot of the times when people make the decision to, you know, go after their desires without God is because they become, like you said, you know, that's why you say gratitude is important because they become ungrateful for what God has done. And, you know, because God, because, oh God, you know, I think something that I discovered recently is how out of context I've been using the scripture and I had to repent because I will always quote Psalms 37 4, delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm. Not understanding how I was interpreted is that God, if I do this and I do that and I serve your kingdom and I do this, I study the Bible with people, you know, I come to church every day, you know, that we have church and I serve in the ministry and I serve in this way and I, I do. So are you going to give me my desires? And God is like, that's not how it works. Yeah, it's no, like no, I'm shit. gonna if you delight yourself in if you delight yourself in something, period. That'll you're be gonna become virus. more like that no, thing. It or that... Rain. <laughs> it <isn't> rain. <laughs> if you delight yourself in something that was Liam once again, our special guest. Yeah. Um if you delight yourself in something whether it's something that you aspire to do or be or be more like, you're going to become yeah. more like that thing or you're going to, you know, start to do do more of that that particular thing. Yeah. And you're so immersed in it that it becomes your desire. Yeah. And, of course, God will give you the desires of your heart because they're lining up with his. Yeah. And I think that is, like, just the space that I'm in. I'm like, wow, because I was praying one day. And I was just desire. I was like, God, I just desire to lead, like, to be a leader, da da da. And just out in prayers, like, to lead the te- the singles ministry. I was like, Whoa! I wait. Where did that come from? Because mm-hmm. I was never on my, you know, I never vocalized that before. But then mm-hmm. when I put it out, when I said it out loud, God was like reminding me of the times where there was like something in my heart wanting to do it. 
but I never really vocalized it. You know, studying the Bible with Latoya and knowing where she is now with her husband and leading in that, you know, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to lead. God, I feel like God has always always been preparing to be to be a leader in some shape, short, form, or fashion, whether it was being the captain of the step team and, you know, being, you know, one of the senior representatives. Like, there was some leadership role that I always had growing up in life. Mm. that contributed to where God has me now and the yeah. things that he is calling me to. So it's like, and, and looking at that is like, I feel like our prayers in our single life, for those who are listening and are single, you know, it's shifting from like, God, grant me my desires to God, give me your desires. Yeah. You know, like help me, help me to desire what you want from me. Like right. that's almost like God is like, you make these plans, but God ordered the steps. So you don't know how it's going to happen, how you're going to get there. It doesn't say that God isn't or isn't is or isn't going to bless you with that. But I think at the root of it is like not feeling like God always has to bless your desires, but just coming to him out of a place of love and gratitude for who he is because he didn't have to be this person. We didn't ask him to send his son down here to die for our sins, but he did. And it was our choice. To make him Lord of our lives. So and and in doing so, we have to constantly go back to our why, not be not identify with the past in a way that we live our lives today, but use our past as a measuring stick of how we want to continue to grow from that and seek identity in Christ. So I don't know, I just feel like this like going into the year twenty eight for me, I feel at peace with where God has me. You know, there's things that I'm still working on that I feel like we're all working on, you know, something or, you know, something or some things, you know, in our lives and surrendering to Christ. I don't think there'll be ever a time with whatever season God has us in that we won't be working through things and surrendering it to Christ. Mm. But I think I get, I feel so much joy going into year 28, understanding that what God has for me is for me. There won't be any confusion. There won't be any worry. There's no frustration. It's just trusting that the plan that he already has for me, that he already planned out, is good for me. And I just need to trust and wait and be patient. And, you know, in the meantime, when I come to him, not coming from a place of need, but out of, like, gratitude and love for what he has done, what he continues to do without me asking him to, and just really striving to have a great close relationship with him. And, you know, and like I said, seek the kingdom first and everything else will be added. You know, so it's like, I'm not worried. So my job is to trust him, to seek him, and he will do the rest. So just trying to continue to put that at the forefront of my mind going into year 28 and years to follow after. Um, so I feel really good. Like year twenty eight, I feel like it's gonna be a really great year. Mm. All right, lots of thought, lots of insight there, yeah. and um, yeah, and I and I just in that vein, um, I would have liked to have known, or at least to believe, we'll say, and uh, at age twenty eight, that you know, if I had just surrendered to God, like you know, having God in my life doesn't mean that everything I wish comes true, just like Mm -hmm. you said, like, or just like, or I have this grand design for my life and God will just approve Approve it. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's like, I really, it, I think it'd be refreshing to know that if I trust someone or, you know, if I trust God, then I, you know, 
my life could go in a way that I can't even imagine it. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what has happened. I couldn't imagine this life at age 28. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, just working in a movie theater, being a manager, like, not even sure if I was going to finish school. Yeah. Uh, not even sure if I was going to get like, like, at that point, like, that's mm-hmm. Brit. Yeah. When I was first dating Brit, like, we were kind of getting to know each other the first month or two that we knew each other. Mm-hmm. And I was going on telling her, like, man... This dating life is tripping, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> it's tripping. It's just tripping. Like I'm, I'm gonna just wait. Like, I'm finna jump out this thing. I'm not for a little bit. For a little bit <laughs> until until everybody I knew got their first divorce, and then I just be. I, and then I just usher my way back yeah, in. Exactly, guys. but you know they tripping now. At this age, it's like they either married or they're not about anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, that's the trip, man. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, like you were talking telling, to your future wife. I'm like, telling my future wife this. Man, I'm about to just take here, nobody man. serious, get what I can get. Yeah. But really, I ain't gonna be for real till a lot of my friends get divorced or something. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'll be, I'll be this, I'll be the surrogate dad. <laughs> Stop. You know what I mean? That was the life that yeah, I prescribed. I throw in the towel. Exactly. That was the life that I prescribed for myself. Apollo Creed would have been safe with you. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. Exactly. So, so yeah, man. But, you know, that was right around the time, like two years later, I ended up giving my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, it was hard at first, like, to surrender certain things, like finances and stuff like that to them, but I'm finding, and I continue to find, yeah. that surrendering myself to his plans, it's like, I can't script it. Yeah. It's not for me to script. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not for me to know what God intends for my life. Yeah. Just love him, do what he says, and the rest just falls into place, whether it's getting married or whether it's just serving or being a great friend, a great brother, a great sister, a great son or daughter. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. So, that could be my pseudo final thought. Pseudo final thought. You know? Slash final thought. But, but yeah. Um, are your lips tasteful? Um, For those not... <laughs> This is like <laughs> ASMR for somebody, Terrible. so be careful. Uh, ah, <laughs> Javon! I'm, I'm about to call Javon. <laughs> it, so are we going into final thought mode? Yes, yeah, and that, that, that was mine. Final so. thought. Okay, yeah. I can go to my final thought. Go. I feel Mellis. like what I just said could have been my final thought. I think you could have. But I'm going to uh, add this. Uh, I am really grateful to say that Year 28, I will have my Master's of Fine Arts in Creative Writing. Hey! I have three classes left. Nice. And I will be finished in September, but I don't graduate until October. But I will be graduating cum laude up in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Grade point average 3.6 up in here. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yes. I don't don't know any other way. Uh... Um, but no, I, like I said, I am just super, just grateful, you know, to have 
the friends that I have in my life, you know, I'm super grateful that Jesus is Lord, you know, that I, I don't know where I would be if I was 28 and not knowing Christ. I, I really don't know. I don't know. Cause I, I was like, I was a party girl in a sense, but like, I never really fit into that mold. I think it was just me trying to figure out where I fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, because even when I went to parties, like I wanted to dance, dance. None of that oh. grinding, you know, sitting on the wall crap. Like, right. let's, ah, 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 I can't see this, but you know, I'm killing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, I think, you know, finding Christ was really great. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, because I can go into year 28 celebrating with people who genuinely care about me. You know, that I have genuine friendships with. Um, and also, too, I just think, you know, like, as, I don't know. I just feel like as I get older, like, you know, I just think there's just things that I felt like I needed in order to have fun. I don't really. Like, what I really enjoy these days is taking myself to the movies and something to eat. It's just so great. You can just sit down at a table by yourself. You don't have to worry about keeping up a conversation with anybody but the waitress or the waiter. And, you know, then you can go to the movies. Like, I went to the movies from, like, so, like, this whole month is this birthday celebration for me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, on last week, I went to go get hibachi. It was mm. great. By yourself? Yes. Oh, wow. It's amazing. And then I went to go see Toy Story after that, and I had the whole theater to myself. Wow. It was amazing. It's amazing. You know, so I'm just learning how to love me. I do love me. And just really be content with where I am. And I just feel like 28 is going to be even greater in that. I don't know what God has planned, but he knows my desires. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm excited to see what he what he does in this year because you know <coughs> somebody's supposed to be transitioning up here soon but anyways um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens all right final final thought steve Neal. oh final final thought um happy birthday mella thank you um, you can say it again on friday and saturday yes okay. friday and saturday <laughs> yep um just, uh, it's been good, uh, just seeing, being up close to your, bro- oh, I'm birthday sharing now, the old school. Uh, yeah. Old school! <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm glad they did away with it. Yes, but we can do it today. Um, <laughs> um, over this past, like, year or so, is just seeing it up close. I've always seen you from afar since 2013, because you find your way on a keyboard, <laughs> Or a freaking ukulele, whatever <laughs> you find yourself on. But just to see your life up close and just everything that you've learned and gone through as well. Uh, and just see your heart through it all. Your willingness to deconstruct whatever is going on in your life down to its minimal pieces and put it back together the way God needs it is incredible. You know, like, because some people aren't willing to do that. Some people, some people, they can only operate through life thinking that they know at least some of the answers. Yeah. And I feel like with you, it's like, you know you don't know a lot of the answers and you will 
break your situation apart to find it. Yeah. So, um, it was something I didn't understand at first, but it's something I've come to respect now. <laughs> so, that is my final, final thought. You know, have some more to share on Saturday, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we're going to bring it back on Saturday. We're going to go to a nice circle. We're gonna get, like, I'm going to be crying. 30 deep. Yes. Sharing. But, yes. <laughs> That's what I would eat. <laughs> he goes step out. That's what the, the Silverado will be moving yeah, out. Yeah, Why? <laughs> out. Why? Oh, Final thoughts, Darius J. DJ. What's up, everybody? This is Darius Cummins. Final thoughts. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. That should have came right after I said Right. <laughs> But nah, uh, my final thought is, you know what I'm saying, year 28, uh, enjoy it, you know what I mean? It, it, I can't remember mine, but I'm pretty sure it was good and eventful, but yeah, oh, get a learning moment. Um, take your time, man, you know what I mean? I got, I, that's one thing I try to tell people as much now, is just take your time. Mm. Like, each minute, hour of your day, you know what I'm saying? Live it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Live it out in whatever capacity it is. You know what I'm saying? If it's a heartfelt moment, feel all of it. If it is a sad moment, feel all of it. Learn from it. Come out of it. You know, better. If it's a loving moment, love every single second of it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just enjoy it. Like, Enjoy what God has placed it before you because he, every day that you have, God trusts you with. You know what I'm saying? So he trusts for you to continue on the path which he had cut out and just continue to walk it. Never give up. You know what I'm saying? No mistake is too big for God. You know what I'm saying? And continue to be as good as a miller as a miller can get. That's my final thought. I'm done. Huh. Thank you so much, guys, for sharing your hearts. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you both in my lives. It's not the same. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been Conversate. Conversate. This is birthday month part one. Birthday. Uh, birthday one. month part two. It's my birthday. We'll be next week. Yeah, and we're celebrating Stevie Neal. That's right. Ah. Stevie Neal's birthday. Stevie He'll be 30, 39. He'll be 30, <laughs> 37. 37. I, 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 I don't remember anymore. Okay. Anyway, though, yeah. So he could have just got away with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is this is conversation. We have Darius G. And I'm Stevie Neal. Oh, what were you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> and it's your birthday girl, Mel G. And we talked, talked about, about it. it.